Hello, my friends. For many people, financial stewardship isn't just about smart financial decisions. They also want to allocate their resources in a way that is consistent with their values and their religious principles. Revo Financial brings biblical wisdom to the financial planning and investment process. Whether planning for retirement or college, for a first-time home or special charitable or estate strategy, Revo Financial will come alongside you and help you define your financial goals and establish a plan to reach them. For more information or to set up a complimentary one-on-one appointment, visit RevoFinancial.com or call 918-336-7877. Revo Financial. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program this week. Um, as always, want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. Uh, for me, September is officially fall. Fall, it, we're it's on. Like, yeah, I know it may be still like ninety degrees outside, but uh, it's on. Fall's on. Uh, check out my friends at outpost coffee they've got incredible caffeinated beverages that will make your fall experience just a little bit better check them out outpostcoffeeco.com so uh, the world feels crazy right now and i know that we over the last six months have said yeah it just feels crazy but man it's even crazier feeling um i mean there is talk of Civil War. Uh, guys, I... I'm 42 years old in November. And we've never experienced anything like this. I mean, there's... I, I get it. In the 60s, there were there was civil unrest. And there was a lot of... And there was a lot of crazy things. <clears throat> but, I mean, there is... This just feels weird. And it just feels different. Um, we've never had a national pandemic. We've never had a national, um, global, not just national, a global shutdown of everything. I mean, we have, we had, it was supposed to be a 14 day curve or 14, a 14 day quarantine to shut down, to curve the, this virus. And it, it's, it's moved from 14 days to I'm, I've been working from home now for almost 160 days. And it's just one of those things that I, 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 I'm looking at this and it's just, what's the purpose of it? Because this week, this week, the CDC came out and, and, and what it just blows my mind is that the liberal left and the media is trying to tell us, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, This the, the CDC article doesn't really mean what it says. So out of all the hundreds of thousands of people that supposedly died of coronavirus, they're actually saying that only 6% of those people actually, their single singular cause of death was COVID-19. And so the actual number of people that died from this thing is like around 9,500 people in America that actually died because of COVID-19. Like, actually, <laughs> 9,500 people died because of it. And we shut the entire country down. And, like, there are still places in America that are still shut down. Like, San Francisco, 
shut down. New York, still shut down. Uh, they're shut down and they can't have church. John MacArthur's church, they just, you know, they had this big fight and they finally got, they were allowed to come in and have in-person worship. But now LA County is coming back and saying, uh, you know what, we don't like how you did this. We're, they had, Grace Community Church had a deal with LA County to let them use some parking spaces, some parking, parking, parking lots. And now they're coming back saying, uh, we're not going to let you use our parking places where they're evicting them from using their parking lots. And if they park in them, they, the violators will be towed and there's going to be all kinds of problems and fines. So LA County is saying, well, you know, we're still not letting you open really, but I know you're, 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 you know, you're open and having church, but we're not gonna let you use your parking lots. Like that's evil. Like that's wicked. There's a there's an agenda that people do not see and do not understand. We don't shut down the entire country because ninety five hundred people got sick. We're a country of three hundred million people. What in the world? Like the agenda is real. And they're pushing this and pushing this. The the liberal left is now pushing, saying, "We need to. We've got to have mail in voting. We've got to. We've got to mail in our votes." And this week, I I, I listened to an, uh, a radio show from Glenn Beck. Now I don't agree with Glenn Beck theologically. Um, he's a Mormon, so I don't agree with him theologically whatsoever. But he's making good points on what is actually happening in the political arena. Uh, the whole point of the of the mail in vote is we won't be able to figure out what we won't be able to figure out who wins the election the actual evening of the election because you know if Donald Trump wins which uh, let's just go ahead and fit, yes he's going to win if Donald Trump wins they're going to come back and say well actually we've got the, because of the mailing system. Uh, we got all these mail-in votes that came from this county over here, and oh, it, it's helping swing the it's swinging towards Biden. And they're using they want to use the mail-in thing as <laughs> oh, we got you might get Corona, so you got to mail in your vote. Don't go to the vote voting poll. But hey, man, if you want to go protest and burn down a city, please by all means go burn down a city. Please go go tear something up. Go r- just mess everything up you can possibly mess up. You know you can do that. That's totally fine. Not a problem, right? But if you want to meet in person uh, to vote, I mean, you, you can't do that because, well, I mean, you might get the, the virus. I'm telling you, people, this is nuts. I, I loved what John MacArthur said this last week from the pulpit. And, man, I, you know what's crazy is I when I went to go back to find the video, YouTube had pulled it, and I had to go find it from another uh, another resource. Uh, but they, they pulled his, his comments. Like, man, we're trying to be censored. Like, this is insane. And you got to hear this. I love what John MacArthur said. Mind as I go from week to week uh, trying to help all of us understand the Word of God and something of the seasons in which we now live, I haven't made really any comments about uh, COVID or the lockdown and whatever else is going on in what is called a pandemic. I don't want to offer myself as any kind of an expert, but a rather telling report came out this week. And for the first time, we heard the truth. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, which is 
the national organization, government organization, that is to report to us the truth about disease, said that in truth. 6% of the deaths that have occurred can be directly attributable to COVID. 94% cannot. Of the 160,000 people that have died, 9,210 actually died from COVID. There is no pandemic. That's what you've been thinking. <laughs> we, um, we have the responsibility, I think, as spiritual leaders to be patient until the truth emerges. We've all been suspicious of the fact that um, we've been meeting together now for weeks and weeks and weeks. We don't know anyone who's ill. Nobody in our congregation has ever been to the hospital with this. Uh, it's clear to us the fabrication of numbers because they're including people who had two or three comorbidities. We know all of that. We know there are reasons for this that have nothing to do with the virus. There's another virus loose in the world and it's the virus of deception. And the one who's behind the virus of deception is the arch deceiver, Satan himself. And it's not a surprise to me that in the midst of all this deception, the great effort that is going on is to shut down churches that preach the gospel. So this is not a political speech, by the way. But it does not surprise me that they want to shut down those who preach the gospel because the architects of this level of deception uh, are not a part of the kingdom of heaven. They're a part of the kingdom of darkness. Deception is Satan's stock and trade. And he is the God of this world and he uses deception every possible way he can. I absolutely love that. I love that that John MacArthur does not pull any punches. There is no pandemic and there is a master assassin that is trying to take out. I mean, state of goal, steal, kill and destroy Satan himself. He wants to kill, steal and destroy Bible-believing, Bible-teaching churches uh, because Satan knows that his time is almost up. He doesn't know the day or the hour, but he knows that his, it's drawn to a close and he is doing everything in his power to shut down and shut up people who have a biblical worldview from sharing it. Uh, he knows that, that, that it's, it's, it's drawing to a close. Uh, in October, Facebook will will shut everything down uh, from anybody that has a conservative or a biblical worldview. They'll, they'll shut it down. Uh, read an article on the Christian Post said anyone who has uh, a a a socialist worldview, anyone who likes or 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 attributes or follows a Christian or a a socialist worldview, ninety eight percent of the people who follow those worldviews do not hold to a biblical worldview. In fact, they shun it, not just just ignore it. They violently oppose it. 
that was a that was done uh, a research by George Barna. Uh, so that I mean, there's there's a massive assault, and and for people to ignore that and say, oh no no no, there's no assault, there's no there's no push to try to do anything um, nefarious towards Christians or towards Bible believing uh, people is just a falsehood. And, and for Christians to believe that that's just, oh you're just a fear monger, oh you're just a conspiracy theorist, you're wrong. You're wrong, and there's proof that there is stuff happening to Bible-believing people. And this is the time that the gospel needs to be proclaimed even more than it already is, because the enemy knows that it does have power. And I've seen it in people that I know personally. The gospel's interacted or inter- has penetrated their hearts and their lives, and as a result of that, they they have come to know Christ, and they're they're beginning the process of just being, they've been regenerated. And Romans chapter 1 gives us that in verse 16. Paul gives a declaration from Romans chapter 1 verse 16. It says, I am not ashamed for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation. That is how we obtain salvation. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The, and what is the gospel? The gospel is this, the good news, that the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ on our behalf, he died on the cross and took our place on the, sin, on the cross for our sins because we couldn't do it. There's no way we could achieve or obtain any type of good standing in front of the God of the universe. And so Jesus had to come and he had to stand in our place. And that is what Christ has done on our behalf. We have been given access to the Father. So, so I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it does have the power of salvation to everyone who believes. Everyone who believes. The Jew first and then also to the Greek. Oh, man. We need to be paying attention. The world in which we live is, is growing increasingly dark. But that's, that's to be expected. That's what, Jesus told us this was going to happen. John chapter, or yeah, John chapter 16, verse 33 said, I'm going to tell you these things. In the world, you're going to have tribulation, but take heart. I've overcome this world. And that's not just a simple, oh, yeah, a little take heart, fella. That's a take heart. Like, I'm, I'm here and I've got this. I'm in control. God's moving all of this. Everything is being moved in a direction that he wants. Because he's, it's draw, he's drawing this to a final conclusion. All of this is coming to a final conclusion. And so we need to be ever vigilant, ever, ever. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Even when it seems dark, even when it seems like man, there's, everyone's against us. Second Peter chapter 3 tells us, knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffings following after their own sinful desires. I mean, we've, we're full of that right now. We're full of people that are just scoffing at everything biblical. And I get it that the, the lost world has scoffed at the, at the things of Christ for decades. But in the terms, in schemes of eternity, in, the, in terms of eternity, I mean, we are in the last days. I mean, it's here. In terms of eternity, we're in the last days. So he says, know this, first of all. Scoffers are going to come in the last days with scoffings following after their own sinful desires. They will say, where's the promise of his coming? 
For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. Anyone who holds to a biblical worldview, you're made fun of. You're told you're a, you're a narrow-minded bigot. You're a moron. You, you, all these things. Because the, <laughs> they know the enemy knows. He, if he can just discredit us for long enough, then somebody may not come to know Christ. Maybe. But here's the thing. God's in control and God's going to get who he wants. God's going to get who he wants. He's going he's gonna to come after Romans, or Ephesians chapter uh, 1 and 2. He's coming after us. And he's going to lavish his grace on those that he wants to lavish his grace on. And he, he's going to get us. But we've got the world that's pushing against the same. Oh, you Christians, you have crazy worldviews. You've got this thing. Where's the promise of his coming? You've been saying that Jesus is coming for decades. Is he here? I, I didn't see him. Everything's going normal. Everything's going as it should go. Caleb, stop stressing. Don't worry about it. All things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. So as things have gone for the last 300 years, 500 years, 1,000 years, it's going to be normal. Just just let it go. Who cares? And then in 2 Peter, it keeps going. It says, For they deliberately overlook the fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of the water and through the water and by the word of God. There has been an assault on the idea of creation, that God actually spoke this into the in this universe into being Genesis, there's an assault on genesis chapter one in the beginning god said let there be light there's an assault on that that the assault is real and we need to be just steadfast in our and our commitment to the gospel our commitment to a biblical worldview in the beginning god said let there be and john it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was God. God was in the beginning. Jesus was there in the beginning. Jesus said, let there be light. And guess what? Light, boom, it came out of his mouth. And it just was made because he said it was going to be made. He said, make make it. And it happened. It happened. So they're deliberately overlooking the fact that the heavens existed long ago. They, they, don't, want to th- they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about the... F- and listen to this. It says in verse 6, and that by means of these, the world that existed was flooded with water. They don't want to. They don't want to say that the flood happened, because if they say the flood happened, then they have to give credit to the Creator. So they say, oh, for billions and billions of years, it rained on the rocks, and out of the after that, after billions of years, a, a, out of the primordial soup, there was a tiny little amoeba that crawled out, and then for millions of years, it it developed into a monkey, and then after millions of years, it developed into an actual human being, and here we are. <laughs> it takes more faith to believe the evolutionary theory than it does to believe that there's a god. If I looked at you and said, "Man, the computer that I'm doing all this work on, I put it. It was. It came in a box, and I just shook that box for a couple million years. And out of that box, I mean, just after shaking it for several million years, boom! Here, the computer just dropped out. You'd say, "Kill, that's stupid, and that's asinine." Well, guess what? Evolution is stupid, and it's asinine to believe that millions of years, it you know, stuff just shook up, and there was no creation or or no creator as a result of of having creation in front of us there's no creator that's hogwash that's asinine that's stupid and that's what the bible says 
They deliberately overlooked the fact that God created this thing and God flooded the earth because of sin. Why did, why did, this, why did the flood come? Because sin. Sin was here and God dealt swiftly and harshly with sin. And I'm telling you, Romans chapter 3 tells us for the wages of sin. I'm sorry, Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death. And sin is a serious, a serious thing. And we need to be mindful of this. And we need to be on guard. And we need to be on watch. Because our sin will kill us. And we can't play around with sin. It's like playing, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're playing Russian roulette. It's dangerous. Don't don't go that route. Don't do it because it's gonna it's gonna end up hurting you in the long run or hurting people you love. And you don't get to sin in isolation. You sin, it's gonna affect other people. It's gonna affect your family. If you're if you're married, it's gonna affect your spouse. If you've got kids, you sinning will eventually affect your children. This is why you have to repent quickly. You gotta repentance is necessary. It is vital to your very survival. In fact, in Psalm, I love Psalms. Psalms 101 tells us this. In fact, I, I, I preached on this this last Sunday. Psalms 101 says this. I will be careful to live a blameless life. I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Like it's so important that we lead lives of integrity in our own homes because if we're leading a life of integrity in our own home, we're going to lead a life of integrity outside of our home because in our homes, we're we're comfortable in who we are. We don't try to put on a, on a face or try to put on an air in our, in our home. We just, you know, sometimes the ugly shows up in our houses, but man, if we, if we say, man, we follow after what David says here, I will be careful. I'll be careful to live a blameless life. And I'll live a life of integrity in my own home. And I'll refuse to look at anything that's vile or vulgar. This is continuing in verse 3. I won't deal with anybody that deals crookedly. I'll not tolerate people who lie and slander our neighbor. I'll search out faithful people to be my companions. I'll get around people that want to be around Christ. I'll get around people that love Jesus. Because if I get around people that love Jesus, I'm gonna, it's going to push me and propel me even further. Accountability, fellowship, brotherhood. That's what we need. Man, that's that's what we need more than ever. So, in the season we that we're in, this political season, all the craziness, all the insanity, what we need to be doing as followers of Christ is we need to be unashamed of the gospel. The gospel is the answer. Jesus Christ is the answer. The gospel is the answer for everyone around us. And so, I want to challenge you this week as in, on this radio program to dig into your Bibles, find out what God's doing in the Word. And then obey it. Don't just read it and walk away. Read it and then submit yourself. James tells us to submit, submit ourselves, therefore, to God. And then resist the, the, the devil. And the devil will flee. So we've got to submit ourselves. Read God's word. Then submit ourselves to what God says. And then flee. That's the answer right there. The answer to all the problems in our world. That's it. Well, I love you guys. Have an incredible week. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.